Hey guys, good morning. I hope that everybody is staying safe during the storm. And I was lucky enough to not lose power, fingers crossed. Now there's woo, a couple more days going on. But I just wanted to talk about a couple topics that I've been um, studying on. Excuse my dogs in the background. Like always, going crazy or sneezing or whatever. But um, I want to touch on humility and letting go of grudges along with forgiveness. So um, first I'll touch on humility. I truly believe that God values a humble heart over anything else. I think that if you are judging people and are condescending and pretty much can't forgive them, um, you know, holding any kind of grudge, it all comes together. Um, you know, thinking that you're better than them or that your sins are, um, you know, less sinful than theirs. I do think that there's something wrong with that. Um, if you are going to church every Sunday, reading the Bible, but you're being hateful and condemning people, that is probably the worst thing you can do to God um, in his eyes. Again, I'm so sorry. My dogs are fighting, of course, like on my head. But anyways, um, I believe that that is in God's eyes. I think that hurts him more than anything um, because he is a God of love and forgiveness, um, redemption, and all sins are bad. Yes, I do believe some may have worse consequences, um, but I want to share a verse with you that some of you may know. It's Luke 23. Um, I'll go ahead and start reading it. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be a Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you king of the Jews? You have said so. Jesus replied, Then Pilate announced to the chief of priests in the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man, but they insisted. He stirs up the people all over Judah by his teaching. He started it in Galilee and has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if a man was a Galilean. When he returned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at the time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased, because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied with him with many questions, but Jesus gave no answer. The priest and the teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him, dressing him in an elegant robe. They sent him back to Pilate. The day Herod and Pilate became friends, before this had, before this they had been enemies. Now I'm gonna skip down a couple verses, um, down to the crucifixion. Um, it's verse 26 in chapter 23 of Luke. As the soldiers led him away, they see Simon from Cyrene who was on his way from the country and put the cross on him and made him carry 
it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for Jesus. Jesus said and turned to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For this time, for the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. And they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men. Okay, guys, this is really what I... This is like the the bread and butter of this message that I'm trying to get out. Verse 32, two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they were doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine, vinegar, and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now I read a little more than I was expecting, but... All of it's just as important. Um, That last verse is really what I was getting at. Our Jesus said that to a criminal. That's the only sentence that he told him in his life. He just said, Jesus, please remember me when you go into your kingdom. If that's enough to erase all his sins and for Jesus to wash him clean, forget about it, and forgive him and let him come into paradise with him forever don't you think that all of us can have the same happen it doesn't matter you know what you've done I'm not saying you know go be crazy and then at the last minute just ask God I'm saying right now anything that you think makes you not good enough for God things that you can't take back that's a lie and that is not what Jesus wants you to believe he wants you to believe the truth and all you have to do is ask him to save you to wash you from your sins and that will change your life forever um so pretty much I'm saying a humble heart just like that man had is worth more than gold and I truly believe that's one of the most important and most precious things in God's eyes now touching on another subject um, of forgiveness and um, letting go of grudges I believe that holding grudges and anger in your heart can truly if you let it, it can mess you up as a person 
or it can just hinder you from being the happiest that you can be. So no matter who it's with, no matter what was done, whether it's forgiving them just in your heart or reaching out, whether it be becoming friends again or just having a conversation and that being the last one that ever held, just truly letting it go in your heart and forgiving them is the most freeing feeling that you can feel. You physically, mentally, it you heal as a person. It's very healing. It's very freeing. And it's what God wants us to do. You truly can't live your best life and happiest life if you're full of grudges and, you know, have any kind of resentment towards someone. That'll eat you alive and that'll lessen your livelihood. So forgiveness and redemption are so important. Um, We need forgiveness. We need to forgive others. And yeah, so... I'm going to make the end short. Um, That pretty much sums it up. I know I read a lot of scripture in the beginning. um, But that last part about the two criminals on the cross have always, it's always stuck out to me. Um, Like when you see signs on the road saying, you know, you're going to hell or, you know, Jesus hates sinners. Like, that just makes me sick because what that's gonna do you think people are gonna want to praise god like that i wouldn't so really we should be spreading um what are you chewing on really we should be spreading you know posters or signs or saying words um like that scripture said that you're never too far gone you just have to truly repent and God is a loving God. Yeah, he's just, but it's not hard to, all you have to do is ask him to forgive your sins and he will. There's not too, any too far gone or, you know, you're unworthy. That's why we need his forgiveness. That's why he wants to forgive so bad and just walk into your heart. So I hope this, um, touch some people and maybe, um, you know, spark some perspective and yeah so again everybody stay safe in the storm the storm and have a great day bye